Good evening. It is Tuesday, April 19th. Welcome to the Positional Sports Talk Show post. Live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, and our Positional Sports Talk Show YouTube channel. We are a sports talk show made for the fans, from the perspective of fans, presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions and positions on the hottest topics in sports this evening. My name is Big Reg, and I'm joined this evening by my partners in crime. What's up, J3? How you feeling, my brother? What's up, man? Welcome back. We miss you, G. What's up, fellas? What's up, What's J3? Good, J3? Good to be right. back. Good to be back. Missed you guys last week. Since is in the building. What's going on, partner? What's going on? What's going on? Hope you had your, you know, tea and crumpets, big rash <laughs> <laughs> while over there. But uh, glad you're back, ready to talk some sports with you. Let's go. We got Ed in the building. What's going on, partner? Man, I'm doing good, surprisingly well, you know, a little fatigue, but, you know, push that aside to talk sports and see you guys. Easy to do. What's up, J3 Cents and Big Reg? Let's do this. You the man. And in the background, who may pop in, uh, we got the professor is actually in the building. He just not online. So what's up, professor? Glad to have your assistance. Glad to have you and glad to be back. Mm-hmm. All right, so this evening, we're going to give you some quick hits. We're going to dabble a little bit in the NFL draft, which is next Thursday. So we got a little about a week and a half, a little less to go for that. Got to talk about the NBA playoffs, the play-in and the playoffs, give you a recap on that. Um, possibly get some post-takes from the professor if he has a chance to pop in, of course, our final post of the evening. So as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Please sit back, relax, enjoy post on the Positional Sports Talk Show channel. So, fellas, we haven't talked much puck this this year because it's been a crazy season with the Olympics and all that. But we, we got to continue to shout out the, 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 the local, the one and only, the great eight, Mr. Alex Ovechkin. Uh, Ovi's had the Capitals in the playoffs for 14 of his 15 years in the league. Wow. Wow. He's got 48 goals this year at the age of 37. Mm-hmm. 37. Mm-hmm. With like six games still remaining. So chances are he's going to have another 50 goal season. He's closing in fast on becoming the number two all time scorer. And if Ovi gives us another two years of 35, he's gonna be he's gonna end up the all-time score in NHL history, which, which is, is a number crazy. no one ever thought that anyone would get near the great mm-hmm. one, Mr. Gretzky. So I mean mm-hmm. shout out to Alex, he's doing his thing. And I think this year might be one of those years, there's no expectations on the caps. So maybe they get to the playoffs, no pressure. And we'll see what happens because, you know, once you drink out of that cup, you want to do it again. Mm. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Oh, go ahead, Sam. my bad. Oh, no, no. I said without question. Without question. They want to do it again. We got a shout out to man who had the biggest change from playing career to post-playing career. Your boy Beast Mode. It's not a major thing, but it's good to see athletes getting a little taste of being on the ownership side. Beast Mode mm-hmm. is now a mi- small minority owner of the Seattle Kraken. And you know how Beast Mode like to celebrate. So 
he went up to the facility, got on the Zamboni, and was doing donuts. So <laughs> 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 my man, my man. So Marshawn Lynch, yeah. shout out. Yeah. People sleep on Marshawn. That man got in a cow and graduated from cow. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't, and don't that, he, he's that alone would would I mean you look at you know you look at beast mode and he's you know man of few words as far as in front of the camera but actually he's more on the camera more now than he was when he was playing, playing he commercials and but, all that, but what you just mentioned big reg first of all he got in the cow I don't care who I don't care what he got in the cow he graduated from cow I mean that's Berkeley so mm-hmm. I mean you know and it's well documented that he spent none of his money when he got to the NFL none of his paychecks oh, Smart so, man, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he he does it. He got that Skittles money, <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, he and, the, and that lays money now, and that mm-hmm. lays money since he's been doing them uh, lays commercials. Yeah, so yeah, yeah every time you turn around, you see Marshawn on the commercials. <laughs> and oh, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, are we going to actually get the fight that we've been talking about for four years? The end of this Can year. We? Hmm. See, this is what this is what makes me mad about Spence. He did look good in his return. He looked, you know, he, he you know, against what was it, Uga? Uga. Uga. He looked good. I mean, he did as he did what he, you know, he considering he had a two year layoff. I, I, I give him, I give him that. But he has never called out Crawford. He never wanted to call out Crawford before. So I was wondering, like, what was behind this? And I've never heard Crawford called out. Big Reds, you probably could speak a lot better than to, uh, to that on than me, but I, I just I can't see. I, I I don't care how good he looked. He don't want that smoke. He don't you, want that come smoke. on, man. He don't want none of that. <laughs> I think it's going to actually happen. It's going to happen. I mm. think with Bud being, being a promotional free agent and supposedly working out a deal with PBC where he'll be a co-promoter with PBC to make this fight happen. Um, I think Spence knows his time at welterweight is short. If he's going to continue boxing, he's going to have to go up to 154. Because I think it's getting harder for him to make that weight as he gets older. Mm -hmm. So it's either do it this year or it ain't going to happen. Because Bud doesn't have a frame. I mean, he can force himself up to 154 like Mayweather did. But that's not... But Bud could fight at 147 and have to lose maybe 10 pounds to make weight because <laughs> he's just not that big of a dude. So, but I, I like Crawford's uh, response to him. Let's not talk about it. Sign the papers. Let's, let's get no it more on side of the street. Mm-hmm. Let's get this done. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. He got all the other belts. There's only one belt left, and that's the one around Crawford's waist. You talk to talk to talk. And you got I got to give him some credit, though. That's the second man's face he done broke in his boxing career. Mm. That eye was like Mitch Greenish. When mm. you start breaking people's orbital bones, that means you hitting them with some yeah. wicked Ooh. shots. So. But is he going to be able to take that smoke to Bud? That's the question. That's what I mean, we need to see. Judging, judging by that that, that post fight comment, it seems like he is. Mm. I done said a lot of things I can't back up. I 
ain't impressed by that sense. <laughs> I was just saying, I mean, we, we, we will see if he's going to back it up or not. Right, but right, he, right. He, he, like, you know, put yeah. that uh, seat out there like, all right, I'm ready. What's up? That's mm. the biggest payday either of them can get. I think you're talking about minimum of them making $30 million each guaranteed, and they could make upwards of $100 million depending on how they build it up with the pay-per-view yeah. and all that. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. they've been building it. Mayweather Pacquiao level. When everyone yeah, it ain't, it ain't getting that far. It ain't getting that far because neither one of them have that Mayweather uh, lore to them where you either love them or hate them, but you're going to watch to see. Mm-hmm. And, but and it, Pacquiao bought the international markets. But it be it should be a better fight if it's if they oh. keep if they don't delay it much longer. Yeah, it should keep be them at fight. their prime. That, that's what I mean. Like well, well, Pacquiao was they were kind of past their prime when they fought, but uh Crawford and Spence, they're like right, you know, right there. It's the perfect time. Let's get it on. I agree. I agree. All right. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need y'all help on this because yeah, as y'all know, I was across the pond. So uh A, I was not staying up until the wee hours of the morning to watch some experimental football. So, A, did either any of y'all watch any of the USFL, and what did y'all think? Give me your impressions of week one. (laughs) I watched the Birmingham game, and as you know, all the games are being played in Birmingham, but I watched actually Mm -hmm. watched the the Birmingham Birmingham team – Birmingham Stallions, yeah. yeah. I watched the Birmingham team and the Stars or something like that, maybe. But anyway, uh, it was it was you know I wasn't you know I watched the first half. Admittedly, I didn't watch the second half, but um, I took it for what it was. It's football. I'd rather watch football at this point in time, any kind of football, as opposed to say a spring game, which which was available to watch. Um, and uh, made the major college football teams uh, are starting to play their spring games. So I'd rather watch a real live football game as opposed to a scrimmage. And then also baseball. Baseball starting up right now. But I'm of the belief baseball shouldn't start until June. So I don't have any interest in baseball just yet, um, except for uh, April 15th that just passed. I, you know, I was you know happy to support Jackie Robinson Day. But other than that, it was all right. I seen some developmental players, and I seen some some vets sprinkled in there. They had a pit, one of the Pittsburgh's old uh, draftees on one of the teams that I was watching, uh, DB. Um, but I, I just take it for what it is. It's an opportunity for them guys to gain experience. And a lot of these guys have come from smaller schools, uh, or where they were at big schools, and for whatever reason, you know, they maybe didn't get the playing time necessary to develop as players. So I, I like it. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. Would I go see a game? I probably would if it was a nice day and the tickets were cheap. So I heard the uh, the second game or the third game, they only had like twenty eight people in the crowd. Did y'all hear that? It was it wasn't attended very well, and that was probably because of the weather that they were having. Um, yeah, down in Birmingham, they actually but, had to cancel. The, they had to cancel one game because of weather. The Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh team had to get uh, uh, their their they their game got canceled because of uh, weather. So the question but, is. Yeah, go ahead. Apparently, they uh, the USFL claims that they had over three million streams, and that's how I watched it on ESPN. Uh, was it ESPN? No, Peacock. Right. Um, 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. I support football. You know, we'll see what happens. I mean, it would be good to – yeah, I'm sorry, J3. No, go ahead. No, I mean, it, it's it's a – I guess it's a good kind of weaning type of thing to watch. Like, you know, basketball is going to be over soon. How long is this USFL going to be uh, – going to be uh, – It's only 10 weeks. I think okay. it's like eight weeks of a season, eight and then games. the last two weeks are the playoffs. Hmm. So, so the question, middle ground. right? So the question is, how well is it being advertised, and how how many people are actually going to watch it? Well, um, interestingly enough, J three, Fox owns the league, right? Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. So that's not an issue. Um, I think the real issue is the XFL may pose a problem in the future. Uh, mm. I think they begin playing next year. Correct. And the XFL might pose a problem because, okay, do you have to – and I don't know if the seasons are going – I think the seasons will coincide. Uh, but the XFL, um, I think they're going to offer a little more money uh, because these players are only getting 40 – I'm saying only everybody. I'm just I'm just saying I'm not they're only getting forty football. Yeah, they're forty five hundred dollars a week. Mm. Um and they're getting like a, a stipend as far as their, their housing is concerned. So they're not making a lot of money uh in the big scheme of things. And I think the XFL is offering a little bit more money. Uh so we'll see what happens. We'll see who the NFL supports. I guess maybe well, that might it might come down to that. That's already decided. The NFL is already supporting the XFL. They've already got exclusive agreements with the XFL to help uh, with the uh, coaching, develop coaching, to help test out uh, different rules and different technology. So that is one thing. And um, I want to give a shout out to uh, not only Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but his uh, business partner and co-owner, of the XFL, Danny Garcia, who is his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they separated and split marital, she has always been the Rock's business manager. Both of them went to the University of Miami together. And she she became the first female majority owner of a professional sports league, regardless of what you're playing. So that is, that is yeah. awesome. And they understand what they want the XFL to be. Uh, I watched the interview and The Rock was like, I want to have a place for that player who was like me, who was good, All-American in high school, good in college. But when I got the opportunity to get in the NFL, I wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. I still needed to develop. So this would be an area where those players can come and continue to develop and still continue to chase their dream. And also will help coaches who want to develop and move up the ladder in the coaching ranks. And they're going to start their season at the end of February, shortly after the Super Bowl. And I think their season is going to be 10 or 12 weeks. So when their season is winding down, that's when the, USFL season will be kicking off. They're also going to allow the players more flexibility in the XFL to be able to be available after the season to go to a mini camp or something for an NFL team and try to make a team where the USFL is still going to be playing. The difference is, you mentioned it earlier, 
the USFL is owned by Fox. Mm-hmm. They so got many, unlimited money. Unlimited how much money is Fox willing <laughs> to put into it? And then they've got an agreement with NBC. That's why you're able to watch it on Peacock mm-hmm. to to stream a bunch of their games. So it's going to be how big of the media rights deal can the XFL put together and the different platforms and get it out. And that's going to only one of them's going to survive within the next three years. Only one of them's going to survive is my take. Well, we all know the XFL had a good, strong following prior to the pandemic. So mm-hmm. if they can, if they can continue that that momentum, they'll probably survive. And the uh, USFL will just fizzle away like they did once before. Yeah. Either way, it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. And last but not least, shout out to the uh, University of Oklahoma uh, women's gymnastics team, won their national championship, literally won the national championship on the last apparatus. The last gymnast remaining had to score at least a a 9-6 or better, and I think she scored like a 9-7-2-5 to win the national championship. So uh, Mm -hmm. shout out. First time I can remember, you had multiple U.S. Olympians actually competing for college gymnastics teams this year, right after the Olympics. So mm. that was good to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Fellas, I, I hate to say this. This is one of the worst times of the year for me as a football fan because it's lion season. Anything you read about what GMs are saying, <laughs> what team personnel is saying, you can just throw it in the trash. And unfortunately, a lot of young men that look like us lose millions of dollars over these next nine days because rumors start to leak out that people have questions and concerns about people. They have no basis and cause people to drop down the board. And you're literally talking about millions of dollars that sometimes these people can never make up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, we already, but I mean, it's professional. Look, look, we already know professional sports. It's just, it's just, it's messy. It's dirty. It's it's messy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as, as extreme sports fans that like, like such as us, we 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 can hear that chatter. We can see that chatter. But for the average sports person, they're not really they they you know they they don't understand what's going on. So to your point, Big Reg, when they hear stuff, when they literally take it that like okay, well it must be true because it was said, it was reported because we all know that everything that that is reported is not true. It might mm-hmm. be a situation where a team is intentionally doing this so that they can get the player and that mm-hmm. other person, you know, yeah. so. It's, it's, that's that's what's going on right now. Hence my disgust with the media because then the narrative is created and then in turn that narrative either like drives away a team, you know, from that was going to pick you initially from picking you and, you know, therefore you losing out on millions of dollars like Big Red said. Um, it's, 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 it's sad and, you know, I just... You know, you, you have to ask yourself, will it will it ever change? Probably not. Perfect mm-hmm. example. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. He was the consensus number one player 
coming out of high school, his junior and senior year, was consensus, if he would have been eligible, number one pick his freshman and sophomore year. Now, all of a sudden, he's coming off of draft boards and not even going to be people's draft boards because they're so concerned that he's more concerned about his own personal brand than football and they don't know how committed he Stop. But here's the only thing. So so I'm not a fan of Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. The reason I'm not a fan of it is because he opened his mouth in an interview with Joel Klatt a couple months ago and he just, he, he bashed Alabama when he was basically saying, well, I went to I went to Oregon because I wanted my degree to mean something. You know, there's and basically to paraphrase him, he was saying he was saying all this mess about the University of Alabama, like the University of Alabama can't produce, you know, Harvard Law School graduates. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, he, he said it. So mm. as far as I'm concerned with Kayvon Thibodeau, I don't care. I don't care if he slides because that was disrespectful. <laughs> If you look, mm. if you didn't want to go to Alabama, that's cool. I'm on my soapbox, y'all. I love Alabama. Your tide you is showing. To, yeah. no, but if you didn't want to go to Alabama, that's cool. But you don't have to. You don't have to say, "Well, I didn't go because you know." Let's let's be real. The, the, the degree doesn't mean anything. And so he said he wanted to align himself with Nike. So had, go and Phil Knight is a big time sponsor, a supporter of, Oregon. a graduate of University mm-hmm. of Oregon. So mm-hmm. that's cool. You know, it's all. It, that's if that worked out for you, so be it. But don't you know? Don't leave you know a trail of 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 of, of lies and what have you, or just because your perception of, of of a particular place isn't what you think it should be. You got to okay, realize, Ed, you got to realize, Ed. He has an opinion. That's that's just his opinion, and that's how you got to take a look at. But it. You, it's it's a it's no coincidence that once he said that, people started questioning. Okay, well, are you more concerned about your own brand, or are you concerned about football? Well, time will tell. I mean, see what happens. I'm about to say, ain't it ain't it kind of intertwined? I mean, well, in they're the all concerned. Are, like, look, they're yeah. they're all concerned about their own brand. But I think with the new the, the new uh, era we live in, with the NILs and everybody wants to be like, look at me, look at me, look at me. You know, instead of just playing ball, I think it's I think it's all optics. You know, and I think that his the optics the way he presented. it, just came off that just soured a lot of people towards him. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's just I, opinion. I, I hear you. I guess my point is, you haven't heard a peep about uh, Aiden Hutchinson. The man no. had one good season. Mm-hmm. One good now season. All of a sudden, at, at the top of the draft board. And right. when he had the good season, Watch he it. had another monster on the other side, which made it almost impossible for you to double team him. But he's going to be. Probably the number one pick, safest pick in the draft. Yeah, I don't agree. High character, great motor. Just like you said, optics. Optics. Yep. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, Obviously, to see what happens with the quarterback situation, and we can break it down a little bit more next week. But it seems like Malik Willis, if you listen to the pundits, is the only quarterback that they really – a lot of people are putting a first round grade on and they're saying, if you're going to go up to get anybody, Willis is the one to do it for all the other ones. They're not sure if they the number one talents or if they are the late middle to late ones. So at least I'm happy to see that Malik Willis, the kid playing coming out of Liberty, they had to transfer to Liberty and play is getting some due. 
because they see his potential. Yeah. And not just looking at, well, who was he playing against? I think Josh Allen helped fix that situation for a lot of teams because they're seeing yeah. what he's turned out to be. And everybody said he never played with anybody. So, but hmm. then also don't forget that he came from Auburn too. So it's not like he wasn't a top recruit and he didn't go to a top flight university. Now, once he got to Auburn, he admitted that he was a little, you know, maybe a little immature, but then also don't forget his time at Auburn was also coincided with Bo Nix's time at Auburn. And Bo right. Nix was basically handed the quarterback position Absolutely. when he was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So because mm-hmm. daddy played quarterback. Mm-hmm. Daddy played quarterback. So, you know. <laughs> Yep. You already know how, what that is all about. Nepotism. But he was coached mm-hmm. by Hugh Freeze, who was an SEC and should be in the SEC right now. He had a little he had a little problem. He had some issues. He had some issues. Yeah, he had a little problem. <laughs> but still, but he, you know, so it's not like he hasn't been around good coaching. You know, he just played at Liberty. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of uh boards are um showing him getting picked by Atlanta, which I think would be a good move. Like, you know, this kind of retool that uh that culture that falcon culture there yeah it's going to be interesting i I still if you want a leader for your team somebody that's going to be a solid quarterback for years to come may not have the ceiling that malik willis has but i think could be a very good pro i think this year's version of dak prescott it's Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. A lot of people and, share your opinion. And everybody mm. is going to look at the Alabama game, and that wasn't a fair match. That's Their offensive fair. line could not deal with Alabama's defensive line and linebackers, so he never had an opportunity. But that kid is a winner, and if you if he goes to the right situation and they allow him to do the things, he could do what Russell Wilson did in Seattle early mm, yeah. on, just be a little piece, and then – but he's got that leadership stuff, that stuff that they talk about in Dak in, in Dallas. We can't put our finger on it, but it's something about Dak. And everybody loves him. So mm-hmm. real quick, what are uh what are your feelings on Pickett? Can he pick it out of pit? He's a bomb. Pick it out hometown bias. Ooh. I think Kenny Pickett, first of all, he's a fifth year senior. Right. He's, he's 35 playing old. against <laughs> He's 24 years old. He's not only a fifth-year senior, he was already older when he went into college. When most was 17, 18, he was 19. So he's 24, married and all that. So he's a grown man playing against college kids. Right. So <laughs> how that translates to the NFL is going to be interesting to see. Again, mm-hmm. if he goes to the right team, and he could just be himself and not have to carry a team, he'll be fine. If he has to carry a team, you might have problems. I think he, he could be, I think he could be Kirk Cousins with a little mm. bit of mm. uh, That's about mm. right. That's about right. I was going to say Derek Carr, but I like I like Derek Carr more than most people. I think Derek Carr is better than most people give him credit for. Pittsburgh is on the clock. I like to say about the NFL. <laughs> Yo, this wide receiver market and this wide receiver draft are making things crazy in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Y'all hear that uh, Terry McCullough out of Washington. Washington. Uh, You you got uh, Debo, 49ers, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the uh, the big beast uh, AJ Brown, AJ Brown from Tennessee, all saying we not getting on the field till we get a new deal because these were second and in, in Terry's case third round picks. So they in the last year of their deals, and they not gonna play for this little bit of money when they said slot receivers getting eighteen million dollars a year, and now the top receivers getting thirty million dollars a year. We not paying for. $1.5 million, mm-hmm. and we 1,000-yard receivers and the number one receivers on our team. So, Well, Jacksonville messed everything up by giving Christian Kirk, who, I mean, goodness, I don't think he'd ever had 800 yards receiving, maybe nine. I know he never had 1,000-yard receiving a year. Mm-hmm. They, they messed the whole market up. They gave him 20 mil. That, that 18. Ruined- 18. Let's give it. They, okay. they gave him Okay. <laughs> they gave him 18 million. That's, come on now. Good. The best year Antonio Brown ever got was 19 and some change. No, that's he can't. Uh, that he they he ruined they ruined everything. But now it's either you pay him or you trade him. Yeah. I was gonna say if Washington was smart, they they they'll pay McLaurin top dollar because who else you got as far as receivers? Like you you gotta pay this man. But see that that's the thing. This wide receiver class is supposed to be so deep. This wide receiver class is supposed to be two, three rounds deep. So do you pay a wide receiver like McLaurin $20 million a year? He worth it. He worth it. He's worth it, and he's proven he's proven his, his skill set. Here's, when here's your team what... is not ready to win and continue to build and try to find another McLaurin. I don't think you're going to find him, but you can find a – a good facsimile and probably get another player for him and not have to pay him. I would pay him if he wants to be here, but if he doesn't want to be here, then I would trade him and accumulate picks because it's, it's easy to say, Oh, this draft is deep in receivers. Oh, next year's draft is deep in receivers, but you know, this man is good already. You don't look and he's He's young. I'd rather I'd rather have my pay my own talent that I know and trust, <laughs> no. as, opposed, as opposed to um you know drafting an unknown, unknown receiver just to save some money when you're not spending money anyway right now because really you you, you ain't you, you don't have a quarterback you're paying right well oh well I guess you do one year yeah but that ain't really paying him okay he, he off the books next year so yeah yeah so I I don't know I, I would keep McLaurin I think the more good people yeah. you have. Good players you have on your team you is the, the better, yeah. and you can draft a Lave or how you have, however you pronounce his name. Get another Ohio State receiver. You got the eleventh pick. Have him run alongside Terry. It ain't gonna you matter know? until they build that offensive line. That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah, they got to build that line to make any of them worthwhile. And last but not least, shout out to my man Denzel Ward, who became the highest paid cornerback ever, inking a new five year. Mm-hmm. $100.5 million extension with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> 71, <laughs> 71 guaranteed. Mm. Jordan Jalen oh, Ramsey is the only DB, $100 million DBs in the league. And God, Marshall, you tripping. Y'all ain't want to pay a $20 million receiver. Y'all traded him. Why you? Jerry can't afford another $20 million receiver. Man, all that, <laughs> you still got all that, and they still got quarterback issues. Cleveland. Denzel Ward ain't worth twenty uh, $70 million guaranteed. I'm sorry. Cleveland just so giving money. Baker, Baker Mayfield salty as I don't know. Cleveland, Cleveland just giving money. Say, what what they going to do with Baker? What they going to do with Baker? They're they giving everybody in Cleveland money but Baker. 
Well, they got to trade Baker, but see, the yeah. problem is they ruined they 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 along with Baker ruined his trade value. What, what they should have traded him beforehand, then got Deshaun. But now yeah. they, everybody knows he's not going to play. And if you okay, you're going to and they're not going to keep him on the books for nineteen million dollars. Yeah. He he's so, guaranteed eighteen point nine million dollars. So Baker good. <laughs> yeah. So they so basically all they're doing is holding them hostage. You know. I guess before the draft would be this would be the ideal time to let him go, but they're not trying to do him any favors, and they hold all the cards right now. But he's not going to be on the team, and no team is going to trade for him when they already know that they're going to re release him. So the question is, do you think Baker's going to be starting next season for any team? I don't know if he's going to be starting, but I tell you one thing. He's not the he he's better than anybody that Pittsburgh has on their roster. I Would you keep I, him as a backup? Oh, you can't keep him at nineteen million dollars. Too much money. He wouldn't want to be a backup. And, and the headaches he would cause in the locker room. Oh yeah, nah. Yeah, he, he all, all you gotta do is tell him keep doing them them commercials and sit down somewhere. <laughs> oh, he he got some money. He ain't got to worry. I mean, he yeah. he good for now. All right, so let's let's move on to these. NBA playoffs, which uh, just kicked off tonight. First game is Atlanta against Miami. <laughs> but, uh, man. Look at BJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll never happen. His ego won't allow him to do no. that. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He, got all the, he got all that uh, money from the uh, the uh, advertising and all that, plus the number one pick money. Baker got like $70 million that he's yeah. made already. Angry get 19 more. Yeah, he ain't doing that. He'd go back to Oklahoma and, you know, be a celebrity there before he do that. Mm -hmm. So, fellas, this first round, first of all, the play-ins. What y'all think about the play-ins? I was looking for the Lakers. Did they, did they make it? Well, well, no, you know that's they didn't. old. That's old. Yeah, we did, did that last ball. week. Did the, did the Clippers make the playoffs? J three. No, nah, they didn't make the playoffs. They made the play in and just and lost in the play in. <laughs> well, they 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 sitting here watching it with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I told y'all last time when they first created it, it was trash. I didn't like it. I, I hate I hate the playoff. Here's the reason I, I hate the play ins because the 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 eighth, what the seventh and eighth teams. Who played the whole regular season to earn the seven and eight seed? And mm -hmm. I, I mean, and they did earn it. I mean, say what you want, they still earned the seven and eight seed. Now they got to enter into a, an extended playoff where they have an opportunity to miss out because the ninth, what the ninth and tenth teams right. weren't good enough during the regular season. But heck, they might be better now. And you mm -hmm. shouldn't judge it. You shouldn't judge a team mm -hmm. in a in in two or three games. You shouldn't you shouldn't reward that's like rewarding bad behavior. So these teams that seven A seeds played the whole season, they may have been inconsistent or whatever, or they may have been inconsistent at first and and, and steadily improved. Whatever the case may be, these last two teams, the ninth and tenth uh, seeded teams, Coast. they weren't good during the regular season. So you're cheapening mm -hmm. you're cheapening the regular season. It doesn't make sense. It, it, they need to get rid. They're not going to get rid of it, but they should get rid of it. It makes wow, sense because it keeps more teams involved for for longer in the season. And you have to look at it. First of all, both seven seeds won it, won their games, so they stayed in the seven seed. Um, mm -hmm. The Hawks were the only lower seed that I think that 
ended up in the eighth seed, and they getting they got pounded in the first too. game mm. against Miami. I thought New Orleans were the eighth seed, was or were they the ninth seed? seed? They were the ninth, I think. Clippers were the eighth. New Orleans was the ninth. Okay, but I mean, but so yeah, I got you. So 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 New Orleans slipped in. So you mm-hmm. had the Hawks slip in in New Orleans. And with any series, one thing, I'm glad that Trey Young is in the playoffs. I don't think he's going to last long. It might only be four or five games. But four. Trey Young, he ain't scared. And I mm-hmm. like a guy who knows mm-hmm. when the bright lights on come up and show up and do his thing. But look I'll at Cleveland. That. Look at mm-hmm. Cleveland. No one expected Cleveland to be anything this year. Cleveland made, made it to – I think they made it to the – First time making it without LeBron. I think they mm-hmm. made it to the eighth seed. Wasn't Cleveland an yeah. eighth seed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, there they are not, not being able to enjoy the playoffs because of a, of, of a play-in game. See, that, that, that to me is what I'm talking about. That should – you can't – you have to reward a team for the entire season, not three or four. And I know you said it keeps, you know, more teams involved until the end. That may be true, but, I mean – if you really want to be involved, get to the AFC. Then you can be involved. But That's I, just my I also, opinion. I also want to show some love to uh, Brandon Ingram, B.I. He's been showing, like, he, he's been balling. He's a beast. He's a beast, yeah. man. And uh, I know the Lakers are mad as I don't get Baby out. Lakers, they, they him, Larry Nance. Man. man. They yeah, had but, the squad. But you know who mm-hmm. changed that whole team? That boy from Portland? That man from Portland. Portland. I'm sorry. McCullough. Yeah, McCullough? McCullum mm-hmm. finally got out of the shadows and has become the leader of that team. Mm-hmm. And he's changing the attitudes in New Orleans. I don't know how long it's going to – I don't know how long Zion. it's going to last. Mm-hmm. And can he change Zion's attitude about wanting to get out of there? Because it seems like Zion want to get out of there. Ain't interesting player. So. <laughs> but let's talk about the teams why. that are can he change? Can he change Zion's uh, affinity for – Cajun food. Let's talk about some of the good games. Yo, these Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm. They, they ain't playing, man. Went Gangsta. to Memphis Gangsta. and punched John Morant and his boys square in the right mouth. In the mouth. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. No, I Gangsta. think Memphis finally met that match, man. Like as far as like. You know, all that all this uh season they've been talking about like we ain't scared of the smoke, we'll run up the chimney. I think they finally met someone who's time enough for them who'll run up the chimney too. Yeah. Like Ant Ant Man ain't scared. Patrick Beverly sure as hell ain't scared. And now he got uh um uh, put that battery in uh Carl Anthony's house back. Yeah. But no one's saying it. anything about D uh D Law. D Oh yeah. D- yeah, D uh, he I mean, he's not no he chopped liver. Shots. He hitting big shots too when they need him. Russell, yeah, another Lakers. Uh, all I can say is, <laughs> these are two teams that we weren't talking about in the beginning of the season, and they finally getting their shine and they showing they worth. Two yeah. thumbs up. And we gotta give a shout out, and and I, I feel bad because I don't remember the young man's name, but the young coach in Minnesota who came in and bitch. Thank you. Mm-hmm. who came in a miserable organization that's under new ownership. They still figuring it all out, and he's changed that around. And Patrick Beverly was a big, big, big part of that. He mm-hmm. he told them boys, no, we going to the playoffs and got them to believe and step in line. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the way the Celtics Brooklyn game okay. ended. Man, be cheering for the Celtics. I'm still oh, like, man. but I don't like Brooklyn, so I, I, I'm hoping the Boston pulls it up. But yeah, man, Jason Tatum, man, he's been. I mean, earlier in the season, them like were kind of they were like knocking on the six seed. They, you didn't know if they were going to make the playoffs or not, but then they turned it up. And man, their coach, another young coach, first year head coach, a doer. Adoa. Adoka. Adoka, thank you. Um, he called out the team. After Smart, Marcus Smart called him out earlier. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. He should yeah, get congratulations. it. Congratulations. No, he already got it. He already won it. He, 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 won he got it today? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when the coach went public and said, we play soft, this is not why we're going to play, and got in their behinds, and let his two stars know, Tatum and Brown, y'all going to have to play at both ends, and y'all going to have to figure out how to coexist and that it's your turn and my turn stuff, and we're going to play team ball. Them boys, they're going to get Brooklyn's chance. I still like Brooklyn to win that series, but I think that goes seven. Mm. I don't know, Big Reg. I, 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 I picked pick yeah. Brooklyn. I picked Brooklyn to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. But that's until I saw this game. And when I saw this game and I was like, oh, they 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 not they not physical enough to beat Boston. Boston got these cookies. Boston got a little <laughs> Yeah, he did play a little timid, didn't he? Yes. Boston got a little timid. junkyard in them. And, yeah. and 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 I don't like the rotation with 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 the Nets. The Nets are only playing for for all intents and purposes, they're playing seven players. Mm-hmm. That's it. Seven players. So so they got now now in their defense the bench which is all of two players they they did come to play some basketball but i i, I just don't i don't see no physicality on that team um i don't see nobody really you know digging deep and playing defense and i don't think i i think that it's not that no i was getting ready to try to defend kd but the last you know, play hard ain't playing no defense you mean, I mean, you mean Irvin? I mean Irvin. I mean Irvin. I mean Irvin. Well, I mean Irvin. We see, well, we saw that on the last play the, uh, when when Tatum hit the game winning, and and yeah. and normally you think of a game winning shot as that a game a winning. Lane. It was a clear lane. lane. Well, KD was distracted for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know how you take your eyes off the best player on the team. But KD, <laughs> if you look at it, he was distracted. Well, he was looking towards the the, the where the ball was. Mm-hmm. He never saw he never saw Tatum cutting and Kyrie that little a little baby attempt, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at, at defense when 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 dude was up in the air for a layup. Plus, Tatum six nine six ten. Kyrie yeah, couldn't mm-hmm. do nothing with him at that point anyway. First of all, let's talk about the last possession that the Nets had. What what happened to their coach giving them a play because they looked like they were just all discombobulated, like they didn't know. Didn't no, know what but to he's do, not a rookie. Wasting all this time. Yeah, he's no, a player. J3, yeah. let me ask you a question. Go for or it. Or this is for anybody. This is for all four of you. Do you think that Steve Nash could tell Kyrie what to do? No. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. And they showed because that last possession, he dribbled the ball for almost 20 seconds, then give it to KD. He looking like, I don't know what to do with it. He ain't wanted to. If anything, they should have took it to the hole. That's what they should have did. 
mark my words, if Brooklyn gets knocked out of this round, Steve Nash is going to lose his job. Yep. You think so? Yeah. I think I so. I don't think so. Yeah, the ownership back so. ownership paid too much money Mm-mm. to to allow that to happen. And, nope. and y'all heard the rumors that, that your boy had four on four practice yesterday and it possibly could be back for game three or game four to make his season debut. Oh, okay. Simmons? Okay, yeah. Ben yeah. Simmons? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that when I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last in the East, and then we're going to hit the West. Yo, uh, Tyrese Maxey has been balling. Yep. He's Agreed. been the second best player for the 76ers these first two games. Agreed. He's been balling out his mind. And unfortunately, I mean, there's nothing the Raptors can do with the big fella. Mm-mm. Not really. Mm-mm. So we we do wrap that up. I think if they if if Toronto's lucky, they get a gentleman sweep and they get, they they give them one in Toronto. But I think they're gonna yeah. get swept in four. Yeah. Sixes and yeah, sixes and five or four. I know we get ready to move on, but what's wrong with James Harden? That's that's who James Harden is now. And if he's smart, he will continue to play like that and be the four, 12 to fifteen assists per night. James Harden. That only scores eighteen to twenty, and becomes the the seventy sixes Chris Paul, who we'll get into for a second. But uh, we gotta give shout out to the Bucks because as we've said all year, <laughs> they just been cruising doing their thing, mm-hmm. and, and, and Giannis and the boys turned it up a, a notch. <laughs> just play all time. Yeah, BJ, what's up? Yeah, so. <laughs> The Bucks took a page out of the Golden State Warriors play- playbook. They got a bench, and that bench mm-hmm. is playing. Yeah, and because yeah, of yeah. that, that's going to help them in, in deeper in the playoffs. Yeah, and but everybody they knows they're around, though. They better stop playing because, you know, even though they can hit that next gear, you don't want to drop games. You want to get them done, get home and rest, and wait for your next opponent. Now, the West, you got two teams out there that show it. That they, if they stay dubs. healthy, mm. are a step above everybody else. Them dubs and them sons. Mm-hmm. Let's give credit first and foremost to them sons because they've been Any doing sons. it all year. Quietly, no mm-hmm. fuss, no muss, been the best team in the NBA. CP3, what he did in game one was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Took over they the got, fourth. They got to keep him big eight up. <laughs> and make sure nothing happened. But if they can keep him healthy for a full playoff series, they're going to be a problem. But they got a problem. Golden State's finally healthy. Mm-hmm. I think they year. were, I think they were healthy all, all along. I think they so? took their foot off the gas. I think they didn't play him. See, See the way you the way Adam Silver is cracking down on people, you know, uh what is this load, load management? Load management. Yep. I I, yeah. I honestly believe that they were healthy enough to play, but said, you know what? Y'all hurt, just <laughs> take your time. You know, all except James Wiseman. He's the only one I think is still maybe a That's little seriously injured. Yeah. And Ed, did you see how they were playing it up last night? Steph Curry, six man of the year coming off the right. <laughs> Even they <laughs> playing it. Come on, man. See, they know. They know what's man. Lord. But look, when they got Jordan Poole out there, they I, I was mean, about to say Steph they got a big man. They call big three to big four. When they man. go to that new death lineup mm, mm, mm. with Poole. Wiggins, 
Steph yep. and Clay with Draymond, and Draymond running the show. Yep. yep. Oh, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because you want to focus on everybody else. So Wiggins gets easy buckets and pool is like pool trying to get 30 million. Right. Yeah, get 30 oh, oh, and don't forget they got them young boys. They got them young boys, Kaminga and Moody. So and yeah. that, that ain't even getting off the bench. Yeah. Cause they got yeah. all them veterans and they've been playing all year. You, you, you brush them off. You're like, damn, isn't that an old George Shell player? Oh yeah. He, he, Porter. He, 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 he doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Otto, he playing defense. Isn't that Gary Payton's son? He playing. Yeah. 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 Toscano. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The numbers. The brother-in-law is still mm-hmm. on the Damian They Lee. are legitimately yep. 12 deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't have a concern about playing any of those 12. Yep. Not at all. Yep. The only thing they don't have is size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but... could be the only problem that may cause them to have issues with the Suns because the Suns got size. Well, Joker, jo- the Joker got size. And but he, he the only one right now. But he, he ain't got nobody with him. He ain't got no. Well, I was about to yeah. say they got Boogie, but. Who they who? got? Who? 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 I <laughs> mean, he good. Hey, Sam, he good for about ten minutes a game. After that, that's and it. that's that's six five right there. I, I hate to say Boogie got too much of that good California up in him. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie get ready to get kicked off another team. Yeah, he, you yeah. can't be a bench player and get ready to fight money, teams. Though. Yeah, I mean, just think about this. Will Barton is the second best player. He should be the mm. third. No, the fourth. He should be the fourth or fifth. Yeah, the fourth. He's yeah, the but... second best player playing because everybody else is injured. So. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, the West is going to be crazy, though. But Memphis, if Memphis lose game two tonight, they it's over. They're going to get swept. Yeah, yeah it's going to get swept. <laughs> you saw how Minnesota got hyped when they played that print, so they got to do I don't know, game. man. Carl Anthony Towns be fouling out, man. He might do something stupid tonight. Get in foul trouble just like he did in the playing game that they should have lost. They really shouldn't even be here, but that's another story. Yeah, but the the the, the, the wise little man came and pulled Carl Anthony's towel and said, Big fella, you can't be doing that. We need you out there. And they have nobody who can match up with him when he go, he's going outside shooting them threes I was about to say, especially since stuff. he got his shot now yeah but you know i'm tired of for tough i'm tired of carl anthony towns oh, i know too. he won the three-point Me contest yeah, i know he did though. but you need he, to get down get your big that. 6 11 yeah. 6 <laughs> get your butt down in the paint <laughs> I, I swear, man, he you got, fancy. You got so many big men that's still shooting on, on the perimeter. Don't make that's that Anthony okay. Davis mistake. Don't make he that want, Look, Davis he can mistake. shoot. He can shoot. I know he can shoot. Well, if he got to see Aiton, he better get his butt in the block. But his job ain't – they got little people to do that. Go Get down in the paint. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so buckle up. The NBA playoffs is going to be fire. I think we're gonna have. I know. Didn't somebody say we needed the Lakers? No, we don't. They they uh-uh. fire we without do. the Lakers. We nah. do. We nah, do. We do. We, 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 we eliminated the whole LA market. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They, and they still, <laughs> that they shit still is in, ain't nothing without the Lakers. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> they doing fine. <laughs> and we get ready to eliminate the uh, Texas market mm-hmm. because it looks like Dallas, even though. You got to give Dallas credit, though. I, they, they showed up. Jalen Brunson, man. Jalen yeah. Brunson, Temple dude. I mean, they ain't even got the they ain't even got the man. Villanova I mean, guy kicked. At least showed they showed up. some heart. At least yeah. they showed some heart. That's all they got. 
So, but Utah, they man, they be choking. If Utah loses, I think Donovan heading to New York. They be choking. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, now I hope yeah, he's he smart enough star. not to go to New York. New yeah. York is a place where careers that's the go graveyard. Yeah, that's <laughs> the graveyard right there. You know, hometown kid. You know, him and Gobert don't get along playing together. It's not working. I understand, but don't go that's to New York. That's because they losing. Don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Go somewhere else. Don't go to New York. Mm-mm. And then Dame just saying. Mm. All right, Professor, your timing is impeccable because it is time for the takes if you're ready to knock them out. Ready to knock them out. So, what's up, fellas? Sorry I'm late. Had to deal with the princess. Y'all know how that is. Shout out to Jay Wills, man. We miss you. But here are the post takes for tonight. So, we know that the MLB season is just getting started, but there are already teams that figure to be hoisting the World Series championship banner. Here are 10 of the top 10 lists, and here's why. Number one, the Los Angeles Dodgers. They have the best odds at almost 22%. Their starting pitching is all you need to know. If guys are healthy and stay out of trouble, they should be (laughs) able to handle any offenses and bats in the postseason. Number two, Toronto Blue Jays. They have a 13% chance of winning it all. They have a high-octane offense and a nasty bullpen. If manager Charlie Montolo, Montoyo excuse me, can keep the rotation order straight, they will be formidable. Number three, those that you love to hate, the Houston Astros. As long as they don't cheat, they have the 9.7% <laughs> chance of winning the big league series. But anyway, enough of them. Number four, Atlanta Braves. The defending champs have a 9.3% chance to repeat. They have a very scary lineup, and if Ronald Ocuna Jr. and Marcel Ozone stay healthy this year, they will punish folks even as an underdog going into the postseason. Number five, yeah, the New York Yankees. They have a 9% chance. With the Yankees, they have struggled with pitching and their two biggest bats battling various injuries. If some of the young guns can give some surprises and the veteran pitchers don't disappoint, then the Yankees to blow the door off of everyone this policy just hoist that trophy number six my child in milwaukee their pitching and defense they will be a contender number seven the chicago white Sox, 7.5 percent chance Trio of young pitchers led by former Nationals pitching prospect Lucas Giolito. Why we didn't keep him? They are not my favorite, but the Sox have been trending upward for a very long time. Number eight, the San Diego Padres, 4.7% chance. Of course, many have expected more out of the Padres, especially since acquiring Manny Machado to go alongside a Fernando, Fernando Tatis Jr., just like the Yankees. If Tatis can stay healthy and other top players can stay off the IL long enough to build great chemistry and win games, they could be tough. Number nine, Philadelphia Phillies, 4.4% chance. They have the best combo of starting pitching and bullpen based on projections. We all know how paper translates on the field most of the time. They have so much offensive firepower led by Bryce Harper, but can Joe Girardi avoid the shortcomings that he had in New York. We shall see. And number 10, those other ones that we love to hate. I wish they weren't in the top 10, the Boston Red Sox. 
they have a 2.8% chance. I truly wish it would 0%, if possible, <laughs> negative 2.8% chance. This Professor J hated team has some talent at pitching and loves to play big in the AL, especially against their arch enemy, the New York Yankees. Chris is still filthy and good as a starting pitcher. They also have good managing and offense. This will be a season to watch the boys of summer. Back to you, Big Ray. Yeah, the baseball will be interesting. The Dodgers, I mean, they just keep spending money. That's it. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. That TV deal that they got and selling out uh, their stadium for almost every game, <laughs> they they printing money. So uh, if they stay healthy and they keep their pitchers from, you know, doing stuff to keep them off the field for a season or two, they, they should win it. But I love Toronto. Them young boys, all them juniors they got up there killing it. Especially that young fella Guerrero Jr. hitting balls uh-huh. out the stadium. Yeah, they 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 nice. They nice. Yeah. All right, fellas. It is about that time of evening. Uh it's time for our final post so we can get up out of here. J3, why don't you start us off? Absolutely. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to the WTF team. That's my bowling team on Wednesday nights. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be bowling for the second place out of 16 teams. We started from the bottom and now we're up to the top two. Um, we pull it out tomorrow night. We can uh, retain that position. So great job, team. Let's go for it. Cool. Good, Good job. Stuff. Good job. Since you're up, I uh, just wanted to say prayers up to. Um, Aaliyah Gales and her family. Uh, if you didn't know, she was the uh, number eight recruit in the nation. She oh, had just yeah. committed to uh, USC and unfortunately was um, shot 10 times and mm. um, Las Vegas at a party um, and is currently hospitalized. So let's mm. uh, send prayers up to her for a uh, swift and um, safe recovery. Sad, sad. Ed, what you got for me? I just want to give a shout out to my mom and my sister and my niece. Um, we're going through a little situation with 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 a family, uh, a, a family member who's uh, got some a bad diagnosis, but uh, but uh, he's going to be okay. Um, but uh, I know they're hurting right now. Uh, but uh, I just want to tell them I tell them I'm thinking about them. I love all three of them. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. that's what I that's all I have right now. So good to Prayers see everybody. Up. Prayers out. Prayers up, bro. Prayers up. Professor. Yeah, uh, we will definitely continue to pray. Um, it's definitely prayer without ceasing. Y'all know me, y'all know how I am. So certainly sense and, and Ed, we we got you. Just know that. For me, I just want to give a shout out and congratulations to uh, our cousin, Sense, and my cousin, Janelle. She just got engaged over the weekend. Uh, A fine young man (laughs) that that got down on his knee. He surprised her, did it in the the right way. So we Mm -hmm. certainly uh, look forward to their matrimony and them having uh, so much happiness moving forward. So congratulations, Janelle. We love you. Congrats, congrats, congrats. Congrats. Mm -hmm. And I just like to say, um, 
I would just want to put a shout out to my baby girl. I'm a proud, proud girl dad. Um, the biggest accomplishment I've ever had in my life is helping to rear my daughter and to see her living her life. Uh, as y'all know, I was out last week because I was over in London helping her get set up in her new flat over in London. <laughs> but um, the greatest thing we can do as parents, I believe, is instill confidence in our children that they can go ahead and live their lives as the way they want to do and actually go after their dreams. Dream of my daughter has always been to live abroad and work abroad. And she didn't let fear get in the way of moving across the ocean to a new country to do that. So uh, shout out, G. Uh, Daddy loves you. Daddy's proud of you. And to all the parents out there, help focus your kids, push them, tell them to live their dreams, Mm -hmm. live their life the way they want to, work hard. As long as you work hard, put in the work to do those things, live the life the way you should want to. So shout out to all the parents out there doing that thing. Uh, Keep doing it. The best thing you can do is see your children succeed. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm glad to be back. I missed you guys last week, all our fans and family out there. Um, Thank you all for tuning in this week. As always, we appreciate your time and opportunity to share our positions on sports with you. We're here each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m., rain or shine. Me or some of the fellas will be here to hit you with the hottest topics (laughs) in sports and give you our takes on what we think is out there. Next week is draft week. We got to talk about that. We got the Tyson Fury fight coming up this weekend. So there's a bunch of big things we're going to hit to. And these NBA playoffs are fire. So stay safe. These mass mandates are Oops. <laughs> hey, three in the house. <laughs> he was he, he, as soon as he heard that mask, man, he said, I don't want to know that. <laughs> yeah. Please stay safe out there. Uh, feel uncomfortable, mask up, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Hit him, Jamie. Take it.